Well, we'll definitely uh, talk about that more and get to it. Uh, I, I figure I'll go and hop right into the introduction. So uh, my name is Aaron Yancey, and this is my big brother, Lester Yancey. Want to say what's up? Yeah, yeah this is our uh, very first episode of uh, Brothers Need Therapy. And uh, I will say, I'll say I'm originally from, uh, I was born in Germany, uh, but we both grew up in St. Louis. My brother's born in St. Louis. And uh, I figure right from the jump, we would just, in the beginning, go ahead and just say why we're doing this, where, what we got the idea for Brothers Need Therapy and what we hope we'll get out of it. So I'm gonna let you start off with bro. Kind of just say uh, how you got the idea for Brother, because it was originally you that came up with the idea. Yeah, and there's, and you know, I'm still working just trying to figure it out, you know, just trying to figure out how to do things and, you know, just coming from a non, you know, business background of like how to make it work because, you know, we have all these different tools and gifts and some people know how to do one thing with it or whatever and you gotta, you know, if it's cultivated. But anyways, it came from um, just seeing how jacked up we black men are. <laughs> like, and I'm a prime example, you know, of that. Not just black like man, but man in general. Uh, well, well, I'll say, but, I can't. I can't. I can't say I can't speak for the other, you know, the other men's, you know, their battles and stuff like that. I know mine, and I know that it's very similar to a lot of black men as well. And I see what the ripple effects of um, it down the road. So I think I think you got to get. It's almost like when you're going to get your doctorate, and when you do your research, how they tell you you have to get so specific. Like you have to weed all this other stuff out and you have to get right down to it. So um, that's why I was like, all right, that's a case study. But um, it really came out of an altercation. I was like, I was like a, a verbal altercation with this dude. And it was all like, both of us, I was like, it doesn't need to be like this. And then I, as he was walking out, you need therapy. And then I was like, oh, it's stuck. Then I was like, all right, I gotta change it up and all that stuff goes with it. So, yeah, yeah. I, uh, uh, my big brother, he he initially um, came to me with the idea after that incident he was talking about. It. I think it was at a um, tattoo shop or whatever. And uh, originally, I knew he, he wanted. He was talking about having just having a business together. And we, it's weird how our lives. And we'll talk more about kind of deep. We'll dive deeper into like our, our stories, background, whatever. But. It had been like maybe a decade, it feels like, of like this period of time from the time I graduated high school to like the last few years where we didn't really connect at all because we both had our own lives going on. And so anyway, when he pitched this idea of like us doing this together, Brothers Need Therapy, and he was telling me about, you know, even the name Brothers is not just, even though it kind of can sound like it's tailored towards just black men, it is tailored to men of all of all races, and um, even the slogan "Hill Men, Hill Communities." I could get behind that. Um, it took me a minute though to be like, "All right, let me do this." I have my own mental health stuff going on. I had to get get right. So I feel like right now the timing is just right, and the main reason why I want, I'm intrigued about doing this. Uh, even though I kind of had my hesitancies at first because I was like, I don't know how it's going to work. My brother and I, we you know, grew up in the same household. We There's a lot of ways that we just think differently and move differently. But I was like, this actually could work well because I don't, it's good not just, I want people to be able to see, there's a lot of people that, family members that don't talk to their siblings at all. I've learned, like, they don't get along. Um, and just people in general got so much beef going on against each other. Anyway, I think this would be a good way for people to see two brothers talking to each other, sharing their everyday issues, telling their stories, and uh, giving up some positive feedback, some positive uh, ideas on how we dealt with our own personal mental health struggles. And uh, Every day, we take every day one step at a time. So anyway, uh, that's kind of just the introduction, and y'all gotta bear with us because in the beginning, this is going to be very like organic. It's not going. 
I'm going to be honest with you, he's not going to be super polished yet. Yeah, I don't think it'll ever be polished. We, I don't even really need it to be polished. I feel like we, um, we just want to be authentic and real and raw with y'all. So um, I figure the best way for y'all to get to know us in, in the beginning is we'll play a quick game uh, called 21 Questions, a classic game. But uh, the way we'll do it is I'll ask seven questions and my brother will ask seven questions to me. Kind of, we'll alternate between them. Between them. And, uh, and then I figure y'all could also ask us, the people that watch this later, ask us seven questions by emailing us at the uh, brothers need therapy at gmail.com. That's still running, right? Big bro, right? We got that going. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. So uh, I figure you go ahead and you got a question? I will go unless you read it off. No, you can go first because I don't. I totally don't have nothing ready. All right, no worries. I see, I thought I was going to be the one. Cause I came with my questions like last minute yesterday. Ooh, ooh. I was in the car. But this like, is what? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. I guess my question is like, how did you feel when you asked your like your ex-wife to marry you? Like, what Before we go into this, I forgot to put one more disclaimer. Two, two disclaimers. We are not licensed therapists. My big brother actually is a therapist. Well. He has his uh, master. He's an MSW. He has his master's in social work. He's working toward getting his license, um, and you'll learn more about his him uh, as time goes on. But we're any advice that we give is all life experience right now, and uh, yeah, got to put that disclaimer. And then two, I forgot to say a big reason why I wanted to do this is because this is kind of like a um, an archive for our kids someday. So. We gonna be real. I'm gonna have to go back in and edit some stuff later. But at the most, I'm gonna try to keep it PG-13. Sometimes it may go rated R, but we'll try to keep it PG-13. And once again, we just want to be honest and authentic as possible. And so anyway, all right. I just had to put those two disclaimers in real quick. You go continue. No, I, I was at like, I was that moment because. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Just answer the question. Like, how did you? How how did you know? Like, you were like, all right, I'm making this decision. How did I know I was going to get married? Like, well, yeah. How did you? When you made that decision? Like, was it a thought out thing, or was it a, like, you know, man? <laughs> I feel like looking back on it, I had this feeling that she was the one. I don't know how to like. You know, people talk that love, love at first sight. It was kind of a mixture of like love at first sight, but then also like as we kind of grew together in that first year in college, where we were just like hanging out all the time. I was like never in my dorm. I was always in her apartment. And then it was like one particular day when we decided to be a couple. Anyway, the short version is, I was like, I remember sitting there on the couch and being like, I, like we both kind of said, like, I feel like we're gonna spend the rest of our lives together. I remember saying that to each other. And then, but I don't remember like an actual proposal. Okay. I, I don't know if that answers your question, but it's so uh, like, I get it. Cause it's like, it reminded me, like it didn't make sense at the time, but then when dad was all like the whole, like I felt like I was, you know, going to just going along with the, the flow or whatever. And, but I wasn't like an active participant in my own life or the things that were going on around me. And I'm like, oh man. Now I get it. Yeah, it, it kind of like that's what happened after I got married. Like when I, when after I got married, that's when I feel, I feel like everything was like life started at first during college and when we were dating and all that. And before we got married, it felt like I was more of an active participant. But after I got married, that's when life started like coming. Like I was reacting to everything. So yeah, I, I hope that makes sense. Yeah, no, you're you're good. You're good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let me see. Let me. I got my little my, my journal here. I got my questions. <laughs> uh, mine kind of goofy, like some of these are kind of standard. I just said, like, if you had a pet, what kind of animal would it be? And what would you name it? Oh man, that's actually a good one. I thought about if I had like time for a dog, it would be a girl dog, and I'd name her Andre Benjamin. Like Andre 2000? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's why. I can, I, yeah, I can't. 
Man, I could talk about these. Like, that's the bad thing about these questions. I'm trying to keep them short. I don't want to make the uh, stuff too long. But yeah, I think about pets. If I had the time. And um, this thing about dolls real quick though, is like the idea of like, having to pick up their crap. Like, yeah, I don't, it's something, like. Something about that. <laughs> are you, I need you to contribute more than joy in the house. Yeah. And we didn't grow up with pets either too. So I don't know. Yeah, like it's, not, it's different for us. Uh, people that grow up with. But go ahead, I'm gonna shoot a question at me. Okay, alright. Uh, keep them tally too, so you don't. When do you ever like daydream or like ever about what would it have been if you were to play like it's playing high school ball at like crossroads versus where you want to sit? Like if you would have gone to Central. Man, I don't think about Central a lot. But I do think about if I had gone to like, cause I remember mom sent me on a tour to Looper North. Okay. And she thought it was too ghetto. But I was like, I remember thinking like they had a good band program. It was still a small school. And uh, they always went to state every year. And they were like a mid-sized school. So anyway, I, and then Cardinal Ritter is another big one. I thought, I used to always daydream about like, what if I had like that black coach who was like hard on you. I always felt like I would do better with like that black man in my life that like yells at you, like got in the face and like. Water, so that's how we respond. <laughs> like curse like, you out, like that kind of. Like, yeah. You know, like that was a good father. He was a good leader, but it wasn't like he led in a different way. Yeah. You know, but he had his own style. So I always, I don't know. I feel like my coach that I had at Crossroads, I love him to death to this day. He's still like a good. We keep in touch every once in a while, but like. He came from a different world, and also, I feel like I had too long a leash. I got away with too much stuff, like discipline-wise. So, yeah, I do. I, but yeah, yeah. I, but I feel like I was, I was at crossroads for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, that's a good question. Um, uh, all right. Classic all all time favorite song. What's your all time favorite song? Um, Man, it's hard. I know. I think it's yeah, hard. That is hard because uh, it's just. I mean, you know, I you know, it's just too much music in my head. Um, if I had to pick one, and this is always my litmus test for you know where I am mentally. have to do with a war tour by a tribe by a quest it's something about the track it's just it's one of them songs where it's all like if i'm having a bad day that's the song i turn on and like okay i can you know i can ride this out and if it's all like if it's not then i'm like all right i need to i'm probably asking my check on me or something you know i need to listen to that song again because like you know how you listen to certain songs when you're younger and a song i haven't listened to in a while like you, you know depending on your headspace you're not really able to take in the words the way you would. Sometimes more significant at different periods in your life. That makes yeah. sense. I ain't listen to that again. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, your turn. Did you? How many kids did you? Did you ever ever have, like think about how many kids you wanted? Cause I, I ended up with two, and I was all like, I saw like I saw the writing on the ball, and I'm all like, yeah, we're going to stop this right here. See, it's a funny question, cause like, you know, there's so many variables to this question. One, you know how you like, you know how you can sense when family members are like, when they gonna start having kids, so you got like that pressure. Part of it was also being part of that uh, white cult, basically, which I'll talk about later. And all of them had a bunch of kids from it. But like, really, a lot of times, we, uh, I refer to my ex as Katie. That's that's not my little uh, name for her. But we, Katie and I would talk about, man, we should have just stopped it too. We should have stopped it too. But yeah, we never, man, we never really talked. She always used to like hint that she wanted a big family. And she was fertile Myrtle, and I was like, 
yeah, I could just look at her and we just have kids. So anyway, we didn't really talk about it. I never, once again, once I got married, started going with the flow. And so like, out, Matthew just kind of showed up. The first two, I would say, were playing. The yeah. The last, the, the last two, like, Matthew just showed up. And then after that, that crazy experience, I was born early. I was going to go get, you know, sniffed by Uncle Arnold. Didn't do it. And then had Ava showed up and ended it up before. And then I was Mr. Uh, I was just dragging my feet about doing, you know, the procedure. And she was like, I'm going to take one for the team. So, um, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to like say it as clean as possible. Yeah, no, I get you. I, I told you. Because <laughs> it's my, oh, Lord, I feel this. Because you look back on different parts of your life, you're like, oh, Because, you know, I had. You know, who in my ear talking about, you know, y'all ain't y'all can't afford, you know, two. You know, you know, you like twenty something. I'm making eight something dollars an hour at the time, you know, working at Barnes and Bar. Yeah, I get it. She barely afford, you know, ourselves. And then, you know, she show up and I'm like and I said the most ignorant thing in that delivery room. I was like, how for this child? And I was all like, cause it's all like at the time it's all like I ain't, I only got a high school diploma. Can't like High school diploma, and I didn't have no like street sense, no hustlers mentality. Like I've always now I work, like you know I'm, I'm on work, I'm getting checked, but you know the whole you know I'm getting bag here. I'm I'm just now maybe learning how to do that. Um, but time was all like, but people don't realize, man, kids is you either have them young and struggle, you know, have them young and struggling, or you know have them older and you know be tired all the time. See, that's exactly. Real quick, I was gonna say, I learned, I used to preach that to people. I was like, there's no perfect time to have kids anyway. Cause yeah, whether you know- <laughs> There's a more ideal time. Yeah, it does say. help to have some things. Some money. But I feel like we were a lot happier when we were struggling. Then when all of a sudden, when I got put on, it was like making more as a banker and, and I did like, the climb. The climb is weird. It's weird. We, I feel like we were like, like those times when we were struggling, we were like praying together and like, just like wondering like where we're gonna get an apartment at. Those like drives around through the city, like who's gonna, who's gonna take a family of, of six in a tiny apartment, you know, those kind of moments. I feel like yeah. those are closer moments than the moments when things were like going better. It's weird. Man, I get it. I've been through that. And it's like, I think now I'm at the point where it's, you know, you like, I'm tired of, you know, you tired of struggling, you tired. Where your check don't come from, so I'm like, struggle produces. Uh, I feel like struggle over finds you. Like something about it. I feel like every at every step, every time we have more like another child, I've had to step my game up. It's weird. Versus like they kind of kept me on my toes. It's weird. So looking back on it, yeah. All right. And then, yeah. I, said, then I have my nervous breakdown. After <laughs> I hit the hit the top of the mountain. We, I swear, we. It's like you, a black man. You have no, you can't go crazy. Like you, <laughs> if no, you, do, you know how many times, man. I gotta just, I don't have to take out loud. And I'm glad I've learned, you know, over time how to really like, you know, harness and control, you know, that anger or whatever. But sometimes it's like, damn, man, you know, you gotta walk around uh, a building, you gotta go somewhere, you gotta, you know, scream into a damn pillow, you gotta let it out to some degree. Um, but. Is but then of course, yeah, that's something we're gonna talk about more later too, so people can get a um, got like a little foreshadowing to future episodes. Yeah, but uh, a question. What's that? Whose turn is it to ask a question? Oh, uh, that's my turn. Right. Um, I was gonna say real fast though, just that that whole thing like we're not allowed to go crazy. Um. I've heard a lot of women say that since they were kids, like especially black women, since they were kids, that they are expected to care for the needs of others. And, but they're allowed to cry in front of people. Like, I, in that example I told you about, yeah, my coworker, yeah. who just started crying. But we, yeah, we'll talk about it more later. Um, so it's a big difference. So, uh, all, I, hold on, it's your turn to ask me a question, I think. Or, I lost track that quick. Me too. Cause you just asked me, didn't you just? Did you ask me about kids? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the number of kids is five. Yeah. It's my turn to ask you. It's an all-time favorite movie. All-time favorite movie. Oh, um, it's hard. I was going to waste my. I have to go with the white movies because all the black movies are so great. And, you know, I think my two favorite, of course, Shawshank Redemption and Forrest Gump. And then for black movies, um, Harlem Nights, because all the black people win. Yeah, that's that's classic. Yeah. That's oh, and um, oh, boomerang, because boomerang actually got he was brilliant enough to you still dealt with some surface level things that people deal with in relationships, but he kind of got under the the crust, you know, mm-hmm. the, the crust of like, all right, why you know people, you know. Why, you know, hey, why am I smashing my partner's homegirl that, you know, they never solidified their, you know, relationship or put a title on it. It's just, it, was, it was a very, you know, great movie. And then it's, you know, put different classes together. You know, I can't just pick one, so. Yeah, oh, hey, that's a good list, so, uh, And yeah, that's another movie I have to go back. It's been a while since I watched, just to get, you know, different mind frame. But, uh, uh, all right, your turn. Uh, we got four more, man, it's, it's feels like a lot of questions once you realize Right. Yeah, we're on number four. You're on number four. Uh, uh, let me see, 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 let me see. Man, this is a hard one. Oh. Uh, just what is your what what do you uh oh, no, I don't want to go there. No, go ahead. I ask like what is your prediction of like after all this Rolling this stuff in, like how things are gonna operate. Man, I got. I've been. I was just thinking today. I got two. I always got my doomsday scenario, and I got my like optimistic. I mean, both of them are optimistic. So, opti- both like the doomsday is like Jesus comes back on Easter, or sometime around it, <laughs> it takes everybody back. Before all the craziness hits the fans, so I ain't got to experience all that. The other, ex- hopefully, I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The other scenario is just like I've been thinking about like servers, like basically, you know what happened with Blockbuster. Like now, that's gonna cross every industry. So all the industry industries that are already struggling, the government ain't gonna build out. Like what's about to, like the malls all gonna look like Jamestown in St. Louis and Bannister Mall. Like what are those spaces gonna look like? Um, servers, like will they exist anymore? Cause people not gonna trust you know eating at restaurants as much. Bartenders, right? Like, all the service industries. What what is it gonna look like? The yoga game. Like I don't because I see because I got my certification in the last year and then I took a few weeks off like a month off and then I started you know easing my way into you know you know getting my reps in you know start doing free stuff uh I was like on the talks with a you know yoga studio because they were like trying to court you know trying to figure each other out and stuff like that but mm-hmm. I'm all like but I'm teaching virtually and I'm just hoping like because I've already got a format you know when it's ready in space and ideas and stuff like that but I'm all like right now I'm all like uh, one of these jokes got to blow. Maybe, hopefully, somebody see this. Want to give me some money? Um, but uh, what else? Uh, oh, bro, college scam, scam central. Yeah. 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 Doctor, engineer. That's about it. Yeah, you, only, you you only need to go to yeah, them chemistries, them maths. Yeah, but business, like. That was the thing. That's one thing I miss. I like because, like, you have like for me, my love for social work and stuff like that with people is like the same way with yours of business. So it's all like, man, if I had that, man, photography, you don't need everything. Just showing how much you don't need. I think they're brick and mortar schools. You know, some be there, but it's gonna be sad because I don't think some HBCUs are gonna survive this. Like, this is. I think we'll be as a as a whole, we'll be okay. Yeah, like, I feel like we success. So what do you like, say? What the last thing you just said? 
I just say as a whole we'll be fine because we always adjust and overcome, you know, strong, you know, it's just evolution. So yeah, that's the last part of that is I think for the better is gone. It's it's basically all the things that we predicted and that will happen in the coming years are just gonna have to get sped up a lot quicker. Yeah. Like yeah. I just adapt. Uh, yeah, survival of the fittest is for real, man. I just, I don't know, man. I just don't hope I, uh, I hope it never gets to, like, violence in the streets. Like, yeah. Living, like, people take for granted how peace, how good we have here. Like, the only, uh, it's like the first game shitty part, but then you got to go to the hood or whatever they shoot. But to be in some of these, like, world war zones where it's all, like, something popping off on the regular. Yeah, that ain't what you want, but yeah. All right, it's probably about people getting beat for going out and like India stuff. Like you can't go out to this. I mean, I don't even laugh, but that's that's wild. Like we ain't got to deal with that. Like you can actually go yeah, out. We over here, we over here enjoying T Pain and uh and Lil John. Yeah, it's wild. But uh, all right, uh, Mark. Uh, all right, uh, I feel like my, I feel like your your questions are way deeper than mine. Like everybody's good. I got the good. Oh, you know what? That don't. That, that gets annoying to me as a point because it's all like, I like, I guess just have that natural social work, you know, and quiz like, I'm going to ask a deeper level question, but sometimes I just want to be like, man, this will we'll cover the sky or something. I don't know, but yeah, okay, it don't matter. You good. I normally, this was wild when I like used to do live on live me and stuff, but uh, I used to like, that's how I am. I just come up with stuff on the fly, but I was like, I was like, let me try to make it all structured and make it seem like we <laughs> Uh, keep it simple. Alright, uh, favorite food, meal dish, which, yeah. I don't oh, like man. Um, mom's mac and cheese, and then dad's, uh, rice pudding. Good. And I didn't realize, and then I didn't realize until I brought up the other folks that black folks really don't mess with rice pudding like that. And I was all like, Dad, where'd you discover? I mean, yeah. I asked him, like, where did you discover this? Yeah, I need to. I'm gonna have Dad make some. I'll see if he'll make Bruh. some. Like, <laughs> you remember? I I remember the first time I was introduced to uh, Grandma's rice pudding. I was like, "How is this?" Not the same, yo. Yep. Don't let Grandma know. <laughs> it's better not get out. <laughs> yeah, gonna get you. Man, I can talk. That's a whole other subject for another point. Like, food. Remember, make a mental note. We're going to talk about one episode just like eating food growing up. Like, what that experience was like for you. <laughs> like, because, yeah, I, I've had some Ain't conversations. No negotiating. What's that? Ain't no negotiating. Well, not just that. I just had some conversations with people and like, you know, after getting married, realizing like certain things I just didn't know about food until I got out the house. But we'll have to talk about that later. Yeah. It's another, uh, 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 your, your question. Okay. Uh, here we go. What was it like dating after your divorce? Oh, man. Uh... I wrote this to say I wrote a book about it. I'm rework. I'm rewriting it. I like to. I don't believe I'm rewriting them all, but I say to sum it up. One, it was weird. It was really weird because you got your twenty year old. Like I always say, like the ones that are in their twenties who just don't know nothing and make me feel old. <laughs> and then you got like. The thirty-year-olds in the butt, like I, I, I started. To, I really, if, I, if you feel old at like thirty-one, because I'm thirty-seven, to be thirty-eight, or you thirty-three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like if you feel that way at thirty-three, bro. How do I, bro? Like I started to learn like the magic numbers. Like I feel like if I ever get in a serious relationship with again, it's gonna be something by like twenty-seven, twenty-eight. That's I ain't going with my older women no more. Because the older women, like I was married to an older woman, but you know she was two and a half years older than me. They really think they they really think they your mama, like for real. Like even if you act I, I get it, sometimes men yeah, we act like yeah, we act like little kids, we do dumb stuff. And you and you know the voice in that head for us is like, 
okay. You know, yeah. like, let me yeah, go into that little boy mode, like, subconsciously without even trying. But I respect the older women because, like, oh, they know what they want. Like, they already been through all the BS, they dealt with all the games. They like, don't mess with me. Like, and they know what they want. They tell you what they want. And you just give it to them. And yeah, so let's just say it was, I got stories. The very first, yeah, the first time was just, I was in a bad headspace and depressed. And you make dumb decisions. But then, yeah, now I feel like I'm in a better health space where it's not just like a whole, I'm out of my whole face. So, I'm like, yeah, in a way better headspace. So I uh yeah. man. Good question. I think I'm in I think I'm in jaded jaded land. And I've been saying that a lot. It's just bro, I don't I <laughs> it's like Yeah, cause it's alright, hold on, cause Lee you know, he's married for eleven years and then but we really you know you know black folk we don't get divorced or whatever. So you yeah. know but, you know, we don't have the you know, we don't have the uh the resources <laughs> to really break up, it's cheap to get married. Cheap as hell. Yeah, we just lot of, we, we just don't get married. Oh we, yeah, we do get married. Nah, cause it's all like yeah. Cause afterwards, uh, it it didn't it didn't start it didn't feel really really different until mine was like finalized, and then um, you know my first serious relationship afterwards. I'm thinking like cause you you like cause when you're dating when you're you know separated it's it's purgatory. You're like. This shit can't go nowhere. Well, excuse me, like whatever. But this can't go nowhere. But it can. You know, we can have this. And s- sometimes you're gonna want more. Uh, you, everybody wants to move up in the company at some point. Some people want, you know, small promotions. Some people want big promotions. But at some point, conversation is going to be had of what are we doing in this situation. Um, and that's both sides. Oh, you dropped a line from that that video you told me to watch about uh, <laughs> you said move up in the company. Yeah, Patrice O'Neill. What? Um, Royce O'Neill. You said that. Patrice O'Neill. Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll. But it's just it's just like you know because after that didn't work. I was like, oh, I was really kind of thinking like things like love had to be linear and stuff like that. But at some point, like, bro, I done seen some of the stuff in the army. I done seen you know. You know, you try not to let that get to you, but you just see you just see too much griminess. <laughs> you see how the sausage is made, and then you like, if it's gonna work, you got to reach the road to acceptance and be like, look, this person's gonna do whatever the hell they want. Um, as long you know, you got to you got to have that those boundaries and the protective factors um, of you know I'm not gonna let them mess up my peace, my finances, or whatever. But then I think about it, like. Do you have, are you this way because you just got beat down so much or is it like how the world really works? Cause you'll see, but once again, you don't know cause people don't really talk. Like their relationships that look so happy on the outside. I want to see what's like open up the curtains. Yeah. I, <laughs> this facade of like, you know, of marriage, how it's supposed to be. And I don't know. Like, you I get married, you know, three, four months in, you ain't getting the same, you know, the news she used to send you, and she probably ain't get the same treatment you used to give her to. Like so, you know, I, how do you, I, I do want to know, like, how do you sustain when you get to those? Nobody really kind of gets into that. It would be. I really wish. I really wish I could get mom here. <laughs> You can you miss can miss mom. Hey, if she hops in, I'm hopping out. <laughs> you know, it's ever to I don't know, like get popular, like I don't know. Get other I, just, I just I just always say that like dad had to deal with his issues with women with one woman, like his love issues and stuff like that. I had oh I've said this so many times before, but I've had to deal with it with more than one. And it's all like every time it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah. So, man, once again, we're foreshadowing to like future conversations, like episodes. We got this is say we might have at least. I remember when I, no, 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 I'll say I'll say this. I remember I was in denial about my parental issues. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt like, oh, you know, I ain't got no mom issues. I ain't no mom's boy or whatever. I ain't no dad issues, whatever. Blah blah. It is all like that. I started going to therapy. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, 
shout out real quick to there's a podcast called Affirmed. I listen to. I mean, like I've been listening to a lot more lately, like podcasts by women of all races to get a better perspective this time around. Stuff I should have been listening to in my podcast weren't around when we were teenagers. I don't think I would have been a podcast junkie. But anyway, um, shout out to Affirmed. They said it best in one of like episode two. This girl was like, "It's like having your like a um, a vase smashed on the ground. There's shattered pieces." But you walk back in the kitchen and don't realize you just like there was the base was even broken but like the glass was broken glass and like you stepping on those shards like all the time and yeah, you, don't, you don't it's the body like a shot you don't you don't know there's a problem until somebody says it mm -hmm. and but, then it's like what do you what do you do about it yep and so much uh, so much gets pushed to the wayside and you don't address it you're trying to get to your bottom line it's always gonna be there Especially, especially fellas. But all right, let's keep it moving. Uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be like a two-hour episode for keeping going. No, uh, but it's all right. We can always break yeah. it to the part. Uh, uh, what a okay. It was your turn. Um, what is therapy to you? What is what therapy to you? Like, what is therapy to you? <sighs> kind of like hard. Actually, going to therapy, I do miss. I do telehealth now. Uh, and I was almost about to switch, but I'm glad I didn't. Cause you can't do. I would end up right back on telehealth anyway. Um, that was cool. Just some place where I could dump like three months worth of stuff, because like <clears throat> Kid Cudi gave a very good interview. He was on, um, I think, uh, Other Tone. Yeah. Uh, and he was just talking about, yeah, you want to tell your friends. Oops, excuse me. Like, you want to tell your friends you're like messed up, but you don't want to make it awkward. And it's like, so where, you know, they don't know what to do with, you know, they don't know what to do with that information. Um, and so it's like, so then you feel like, oh, I can't talk to nobody. And then you hold it in, and then it just, all these different things. So you have to go to a therapist to just, not even to get guidance, just to maybe just dump it, dump everything out. Um, what else? Um, yoga is my therapy. Um, jiu-jitsu, I miss that. That was my therapy. Um, the jiu-jitsu is what showed me how much, you know, the abuse I experienced, all that, whatever it's all, how my body reacted. Um, writing, trying to finish the book. Um, photography is another thing. Just trying to have all these hobbies, these therapeutic, you know, to escape because you know, work is work and school is school and the pressures of life are always going to be there. You know, you, you got to have somewhere where you ain't got to think about it. Hmm. Just as you were saying all that, um, I realized I, I didn't phrase the question right. I really meant to say, like, what is your definition of therapy? But you said it like you answered it in a way. I'm glad you went and sold all the other stuff. Because I think of those like self-care. We'll talk about another time. Like in the very beginning, you just you just clearly said like having a place, like a safe place to like dump everything. And I'll and I'll jump in real quick. And then too, there's also, you know, kind of going to the modalities, there's structured, you know, some people need structure in their lives when it comes to it. And so you look at some of these, you know, therapeutic modalities, um, and they go through, okay, you go through these steps, you do these homeworks, so you can change the circuitry in your brain so you're thinking different. So you can be like, you know, what it is like with candy, like now, I, I, you know, I made it a point to, I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to eat candy no more. And so I put it something in my brain, I'm like, all right, every time you think about eating candy, go to this ugly, you know, picture, you know, janky tea. <laughs> that was pretty weird. Oh. Now, if I can do that with these McDonald's cookies, uh, chocolate man. <laughs> um, all right, that's good. I like that. All right, your turn. How do you feel like you had a handle on your mental health now versus maybe like five years ago? Five years ago, once I was just reacting to everything, and so I had and I had no all the terminology, all the things that I learned back then. All I had was God. That was it. It was like God and shame. That was the roller coaster I lived on. Either I was like close to God and was praying and like going to church and all that, whatever. But and then I would like go into like shame. Or I had my 
moments of mania and then moments of just complete depression, just going to sleep for hours. And I had no clue what I was dealing with. Like, I was just like surviving, like living, like going through the motions. Kind of like the woman, I was, yeah, so back then I was like the shattered glass and had no clue what, why I was like stepping on these pieces of shattered glass or why I'm like, you know, Katie and I, his wife and I were like arguing all the time. And yeah, I was, so yeah. And then, so now I feel like I have, I feel like there's still a whole lot of things that, I feel like you'll never 100% arrive I feel like until you get a person, feel like you get to heaven, and we have restored bodies and everything in heaven. That's my own personal belief. Um, but on that journey, you uh, you grow a lot, and so yeah. Now I feel like I have a whole lot better understanding of what was going on. I have terminology to that helps me like help me understand. Like have a have concept these concepts about co-occurring disorders, about even learning about the bipolar diagnosis and all that. Um, my period of, you know, being on the hills and all that stuff, so. Which I'll talk about more later. So now, so now, yeah, to answer your question, sum it all up. I feel like I have a lot better um, understanding of what I was dealing with. And I feel like I'm in a lot better headspace. Like, yeah, I couldn't. Like I'm on the offensive. I'm on the offensive person, just like defensive, always reacting. So like when things come up now, more I'm like able to be like, oh, no, I'm gonna nip this in the bud now, and not let it. Before other other times, I used to allow things to just linger for a long time, but now I'm able to like get ahead of it before I see it, feel myself going down that hole. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're. Uh... Yeah, for the outside, I definitely tell you know, definitely total different. Um, you know, in regards to that, you know, so, man, because I was still she, she just young together, man. Uh, 15, I was still, I was in Atlanta, I was going to Kennesaw State, I was with old girl, yeah, yeah, we still married, yeah. So, um, yeah, just interesting, like you were saying, all the coke. And I, th I think I sat down one day and saw like, I just started, I don't know, I was in the shower where all the great thoughts happened. And I was like, you'd be thinking about all those co-occurring, because all like, you know, bipolar, depression, um, anxiety, you know, um, ADD, like, it's just all the things you like, like, sheesh. Like, when you, if you fall into it, you're like, man, I don't know how I'm fucking fall. So, definitely get it. Because, uh, what was I, I like, going to school. Like just trying to go back, like trying to trying to go. I was I was having fun because it was like I was working at the um, I was working at the tattoo shop right around that too. So just a lot of fun, a lot of extracurricular activities, um, a lot of uh, vices. You just got to be real careful with it. And there was a few times where I, you know, did spiral down some of those lanes or whatever. But luckily, you know, life. You know, and whoever, you know, um, you know, higher powers looking out for me, it's all like, no, you know, keep you keep you right on there. So you know, I didn't I, ain't, I don't even think sometimes I still don't feel like I have a handle on my mental health sometimes. It's like it's not a bad like my manic moments are you know, they have they've had you know, they're not as much. They're frustrating though, because it's all like you go through the main periods, and then when you come down, you're like, "Oh, you got to deal with that mess that you had, that that you made while you was over there, you know, playing around, or just like doing too much on Amazon or reckless decisions or whatever." So, that's so. Shout out real quick to my uh, lady friend. You know, Grandpa always had lady friends. It's my good lady friend from Baltimore, uh, Mandy. She just came in. Um, so, I was gonna say real quick to close that part out. I've learned that's part of one of our biggest problems is like it's not our it's not your job to like have a handle on your mental health bias like on your own like yeah. there's always this idea I think especially because we live in America and there's this idea of like you know pick yourself up by your bootstraps you know we talk a lot about in terms of self self care our culture is different like it's not like just real quick to give an analogy this guy talked about in like over in Africa like. Yeah. 
I don't want to go on the complete tangent of this story, but he was talking about how his culture, they eat out of the same bowls, they drink out of the same cups. You know, it's not just like me, 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 your own room. You know, we had our own room growing up. So that's a big reason why I'm even doing this with you. I feel like it's because we need each other. Like, so it's like so many of us isolate ourselves and try to like figure these things out on our own rather than realizing like, no, like I need other people, not just a therapist, not just the church. Like you need a collection that's like a village to like grow. So, yeah, yeah uh, especially now, like I was, man, you gotta accept your your people out here, cause everybody's everybody can't everybody ain't built for this. Everybody ain't built for this, you know, isolation or whatever. Even you know, people introverts, you know, like myself or you know, fate and whatever it is. Like you just like, man, I just want to be around. You just want to be out. All the people yeah. that were like going out every weekend, you know, to go drink and party and stuff and all that, or, like doing all the other stuff, like. Yeah, that's good, but you don't realize like sometimes the things that we're doing are part of like there's a mental health issue going on. It's like yeah. coping mechanisms, and so like people that are now have to learn how to cope versus we we were having learned how to cope like months ago before all this happened. Right, and people that weren't going through all this now are just like, oh snap, I'm like losing. So anyway, um, last question. If you could hop into a time machine and give a quick little chat to your uh, pep talk to your eight year old self, what would you say? Shoes, I was man, eight. I would man, eight. I'd just be like, man, start figuring out, um, start writing more. So, try, try to like, you know, just try different, don't be afraid to like try different stuff, like. You know, writing, uh, you know, asked about music, you know, stuff like that. Well, 10 or well, 8, you're really not, that's a little too early because you really aren't cognizant of a lot of stuff at that age. Yeah. I feel like I'm, that's, Sometimes, where, that's where all my memories are from. That's what I chose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I was, you know, you know, aware. So I would say later, yeah, get into the, get more into, you know, the artsy stuff. You know, because it's all like, uh, because it's all cool. Like, I, I feel like, all right, social work is cool and stuff like that. And, you know, being a college advisor. But if I had my way, like, I would just be in the career of writing, you know, get into photography, stuff like that. Or we are maybe trying painting, just try different, you know, artistic stuff. Yeah. It's like sitting at that computer and just like, it's, or after a while, just be like, it's, it's the, you start seeing a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, w- I would have definitely, yeah. I would have probably gotten into my trumpet more, like stayed with it, even knowing why I was playing it more. Like, not just been doing, I don't know, just not just going through the motions with it. Yeah. The music, and, yeah. Um, all right, let's close it out. Uh, oh, yeah, you got one more, one more, one last question from you, and then we'll close it out. Um, I think that's it. What keeps you from giving up? Like, what? What is what is the motivating factor? Just like man, like the fact that every day that I wake up and God gives me breath to you know breathe, I feel like it's it will be. A, and the fact that I don't, I look at other people that have you know um, different types of ailments, you know, or uh, handicaps. And I'm like, man, God has given me a lot of gifts and talents, and I would. I don't want to be on my deathbed saying I wasted it, you know. Um, the parable, like the parable of the talents, the guy who, you know, God gave this person this many, this other person many. So um, that and, you know, having, you know, the kids and just, yeah, those those are the main things, yeah. Yeah, I get like, it. I don't waste life, waste time. Yeah, mine is like, if I give up, what else is there? Yeah. <laughs> What's the other option? So, so like, I'm not. I'm not trying to give up. I like. You know, I don't work. Like, I'm not. By far, you know, in my eyes, you know, when it comes to money, but as a floor, I'm doing all right. Like the rent gets paid, you know, the bills get paid, you know, doing all right. So it's all like, all right, well, I, I'm good, and I just don't want to waste. You know, like you were saying, like I, I'm like, man, I'll be like, I work 
I've worked way harder than some of these people. If somehow, some way, one of these ideas connects with something, and it goes like I'm like this. This all I'm, and I think that's what keeps it going. I'm all like, you know, one this going something from this maybe crack, you know, teaching virtually yoga. That something's going, you know, maybe you know, work out something on the back end. But you know, you just gotta always think that you know that something's gotta be done. And then too, you know, just well, how am I gonna tell my kids something if I'm out here putting in work? <laughs> you know, how am I gonna tell my kids to be better if now, I understand people that don't know how to be better. I've seen it. They just, no matter what, somehow, some way, life is, you know, uh, you know, and I pray for them, like, hoping, like, okay, they'll make it work, but, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I can't no, can respect the ones that don't want to try. There we go. Yeah. I, 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 I will, uh, to close it out, shout out real quick to Simply Kaylee, Kelly, 23. She said, "You never know who you're helping." Basically, uh, appreciate the vulnerability. I'm not there. Is that somebody you know? Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, Tommy Hasi Coates. He uh, he was on that podcast uh, podcast with uh, Bamani, and something to help me out. Like, he just like saying he realized, even though he loves writing and all that, you strip away all that stuff. Like, no matter what, like. I think a lot of people just don't know who they are. So, like, yeah. despite all that. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, anyway, uh, lastly, to close it out, uh, I wanted to shout out some some resources real quick that people can use. We got... Oh, let me go back. SAMHSA. Um, during this time, there's a NAMI, National Alliance of Ment on Mental uh, Illness. Uh... They got some resources on how you can cope with the coronavirus. SAMS is a good resource on places you can go to get help. Um, of course, us, if you want to email us, is our website. We're still still a work in progress, but uh, you can join our mailing list. We'll have some stuff, some, some well, eventually we'll have some content put out. And uh, lastly, I don't know if we'll have time for this, but. Yeah, it's gonna cut out if you yeah. an hour. Yeah, we'll we'll do this next time. Um, we'll in the next episode, we'll pick one of these categories and we'll talk about. We'll basically grade it on a scale of one to ten, like how we're doing in that area, and then talk about it. And that's kind of going to be the the main format for every episode going forward. Um, in addition to like, we'll pick a topic to discuss. So, all right, thank you everybody who took the time to watch this. And uh, anything else you want to say, big bro? Yeah, I'm good. Y'all stay safe, I heard. Yeah, I think that's everything. And just remember, uh, healed men, healed communities. That's our uh, slogan. So uh, just think about that this week. Y'all take care. God bless. All right. Happy, bro. Yep.